do our red light of face yellow of their faces now. <laughs> is that going to play as well with the camera watching us just like... <laughs> do what? <laughs> yeah, we're, we're like... <laughs> oh, I've seen see, us both do it. I, so. was, I was looking down, so out of the corner of my eye, just saw, I just saw this. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, what are we doing exactly? <laughs> oh, you know. Welcome to season three of Matt McZack Watch Horror Movies. Return to Haddonfield with the horror bros on their quest to watch the entire saga of Mikey Myers from the brand new horror lair. So you, dear listener, can witness the blackest eyes, the devil's eyes. Are you too high for this? <laughs> Hello and welcome to Matt Makes Zach Watch Horror Movies. I'm Matt. And I'm Zach. And I made him watch a horror movie. Yeah, you did. What we watch this week, Zach? Halloween. Trace. Season of the Witch. Yeah, like the song. It's a song. There's a song called Season of the Witch. We played it in your car. <laughs> it's in Paranorman. How does it go? I don't want to sing. <laughs> so how do the lyrics go? What? Must be the season of the witch. I'm drawing a blank a on song. this one. It's a good song. <laughs> I'm sure. I'm sure. Like the second I hear it for two seconds, it's I'd like, be like a classic oh. rock song. I no. don't think that's really your scene. <laughs> like, yeah. <laughs> if it's in Paranorman, though, you'll like, know when you hear it. Yeah. 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 But we watch. It's, uh, it's the one they sing at the the assembly. But <laughs> when they do their play about witches. Oh, so Paranorman oh, is like yeah, one of yeah, my yeah, top yeah, yeah. five movies of yeah, all yeah, time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So I'm like, you don't have Paranorman memorized? I should. <laughs> well, I have Coraline memorized. Yeah, but Paranorman's coming back in theaters for a little bit. Special episode. Special episode. <laughs> but we watched Halloween three. Yes, we watched a different <laughs> season of The Witch. Mm -hmm. All right, and this time, Zach, I'm not going to forget. Before we get into the spoilers, what do you think of this movie? Don't disappoint me. Fuck this movie. <laughs> <laughs> I didn't expect to be that bad. <laughs> I got it. It'll, it'll probably mostly be in my summary of my issues with this movie. <laughs> oh, there are many to have. <laughs> mm -hmm. And I still love it. <laughs> it's okay for you to love it. Yeah. I I can see the appeal, but I got some yeah. thoughts and feelings <laughs> Oh, I'm probably gonna have way like more criticisms than you. Like, one of them, <laughs> one of them, similar to why I'm not a Bill Murray fan that we discussed. Oh yeah, no, I mean Tom Atkins mm -hmm. is a monster in this movie. <laughs> to be clear, mm -hmm. but but I'll, I'll in my summary because last time, last week on Dragon Ball Z, we summarized <laughs> Halloween two. And I did my normal thing of typing out notes. It didn't work out that well on video, I don't think. Like, <laughs> it didn't land as well for my jokes. So I'm just going to, I'm going to wing it. I didn't write any notes. Right. Let's see how much of this movie I actually remember because it all sticks out in my brain now. <laughs> <laughs> oh, say what you will about this movie. You're not going to forget it. Eight days till Halloween. All right, and this time I charged my phone. So I will be timing you. All right. So now it's time for uh, spoilers ahead on the Cape, Cape Fear. Fear. Zach, if you would, please spoil and summarize this movie. Three, two, one, go. All right. We start off very confusing. There's lasers and stuff. Not what I was expecting. Northern California. Ugh. I'm just kidding. <laughs> we're, we're so Cal. No, we that's fair. We don't, we don't even think about Northern California. Anyways, there's this dude being chased by like ter Terminators or something, which I was right about that. Uh, and then he finds not Sammy Davis Jr., but I thought it was at first because I was like, wait, what year does this movie come out? Even though I know it's in the 80s. <laughs> but uh, he's like, they're going to kill me. So that guy takes him to the hospital. D and then we cut to a different dude getting a mask for his kids. 
he's a drunk doctor, just like the last movie. Callback. But they already got cool mask from his mom, or their mom, not his mom. <laughs> which turns out to be his ex-wife, which I was very confused about and did not know until like the very end when he actually said it was his ex-wife because they did not make that clear. Anyways, they're at the hospital. This guy is creepy. He's grabbing butts and stuff unsolicited. Um, and uh, the guy comes in. He's all messed up. Uh-oh, Terminator comes in. He plays Gotcha Nose and just yoinks it right off and the guy from the beginning is And dead. everything else. <laughs> At least all knows. Yeah. Uh, anyways, so he goes and then uh, another Winona Ryder looking lady comes up. It's the daughter. And guess what? Uh, the thing that I hate from the 80s where dude's like twice someone's age ends up with them for no reason just because he's got a mustache that happens for no reason and out of nowhere i mean i would argue he's tom atkins so it's fine but go on he was alive before world war ii and she was not (laughs) that's a problem (laughs) i don't disagree also they uh they're like yeah my dad's death really sus Let's go check it out at the Halloween uh, Silver Shamrock. Silver Shamrocks. Uh, They make Halloween masks, and for whatever reason, they're really popular all over the place. Everybody's obsessed with these three masks. I don't understand why, but hey. Uh, So they go to the town where it is, and it's a company town where only people that work there live there. And it's super creepy, and everyone's looking at them. And they get a hotel room, pretend to be, like, wife and husband, and then that's when, like, she's like, Oh, you're a male. Of course I love you. You have a mustache. Even though you're twice my age. I hate it. Anyways, um, (laughs) then they start investigating, uh, and then there's an evil, apparently he's supposed to be Irish, but I thought he was an Englishman, uh, fancy evil man. Uh, totally evil. Um, they keep investigating, find out some sus things. Very unclear what this evil dude is trying to do. Something with the mask. There's some technology involved. Anyways, they see some shit. Uh, the girl gets abducted. Uh, not Tom Selleck. Starts acting like he's from Die Hard, even though he's a doctor. So that's kind of weird. And then he breaks in, sees some shit that he shouldn't see finds a weird old lady just knitting and goes where is she instead of that's weird it's an old lady hello ma'am he's just interrogating this old woman who probably if she was an old woman have no idea what's going on but he interrogates her and just pops her head right off she's a robot surprise they're all robots uh and then the evil man gets them surprise there's magic now don't know the correlation between magic and like robots but this movie does not explain anything. Uh, there's a rock that gives magical powers of technology. Oh, it's a piece of Stonehenge. Thank you. That's why it's magic. Is it Stonehenge? Yes. He just said sacrifice. You wouldn't believe how they got it there. Anyway. That's <laughs> his only line explaining it. Yeah. Uh, so technology, magic, somehow the master evolved and... They show that you put on the mask to play the commercial, uh, it kills them somehow, and bugs and snakes come out of them somehow, just because it looks creepy, that's the only reason. Um, but then, uh, not Tom Selleck, uh, breaks out and, like, knocks them all out and saves the girl, and the evil guy just gets killed by magic, (laughs) and then out of nowhere and then they're free uh oh not Winona Ryder she was a robot too I don't know how that works either did they just replace her did they make a replica I don't like that (laughs) confusing Uh, so she tries to kill him but he says nope I'm I'm not Tom Selleck and then gets out and then tries to get commercial stops he gets one commercial stop but surprise, this is on every channel and every single person in the entire world is wearing, or at least the United States is wearing one of these masks, which is very unlikely. One kid was probably like, uh, oh, Johnny has one of those masks. I don't want, I want to be a pirate. I don't know. I don't give a shit about pumpkins, but everybody likes pumpkin skeletons and witches, apparently. Anyways, uh, he gets them off one air, 
Uh, and then it's on every single channel. The next one gets it off. The next one. Oh, that one's not turning off. I mean, in his defense, it's the early 80s. There are literally only three channels. <laughs> I guess so. <laughs> but uh, and then it just ends uh, am ambiguously. And the end. Uh, Five minutes, 50 seconds. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> That's the movie. That... Bye. No. <laughs> See ya. <laughs> Yeah, but yeah. Uh, let's uh, let's jump in here. I feel so debated because <laughs> on like the cover art, everything I've seen for this movie, I was like, "Oh shit, cool, creepy little Halloween mask is gonna be like trick or treat, like where the kids are creepy and there's magic stuff and like." Yeah, the poster sucks. I was like, so debated. I I mean, it's a good poster, but it's like none of this is in this movie. That, <laughs> no that, evil cloud witches. Mm, no little children. Because mm -hmm. <laughs> I was like, I was feeling like Sam, like the episode where like it's all the kids that like go down into the uh in trick or treat when it's like the yeah kids. i was explaining something like from that, that poster 100 percent. so, so I, I feel mean, the, so gypped the better version of this poster to keep with the theme of like oh it's just a pumpkin in the words halloween just put the pumpkin mask on a poster mm -hmm. and i'd be like oh that's weird it's a mask now you know like yeah um also did john carpenter have anything to do with this or not yes he did yeah what did he do um he is uncredited as a co-writer and he produced it and did the music which is why the music still fucking rips in this movie <laughs> i was gonna say that it's like this movie felt very almost john carpenter but yeah. not quite because i was like this movie wants to be they live this movie wants to be like halloween i mean yeah it's obsessed with all the things he's obsessed with yeah. like anti-capitalism yeah, yeah like. that's why i was like they live like all the robots and technology because this came out before they live right oh yeah yeah, yeah years, so was, yeah. so this i was like uh they live but like if john carpenter directed it and like it would have felt more like like it was like just not there yeah um, I mean, that's for a couple <laughs> reasons we'll talk about, like in like the the making of. Mm -hmm. But um, yeah, I I really like this movie. Yeah. It's really grown on me. Mm -hmm. um, I think that a lot of the stuff that's like wrong or corny in it is pretty intentional. Mm -hmm. Like I, it reminds me of something like Killer Clowns from Outer Space or a more recent movie, Malignant, where like people are like, those are bad. And I'm like. Well, like that's on purpose or like Mars attacks my where I'm like, th they know what they're doing. They're making a bad B movie on purpose. My beef with this movie is a hundred percent personal. <laughs> yeah. It's not valid or like actual criticism. <laughs> I just feel so gypped. I hate, I hate more than anything. So if this movie was just called season of the witch, would you like it more? No. Okay. Because I would have expected some witches and like, again, the poster of like, well, I mean, he's a witch. He's a magic, he's a warlock or whatever, but. Again, the, the robots. How technology. That was a Carpenter idea. And magic. John Carpenter, I love you, but. It was Carpenter. So Carpenter and Deborah Hill come back to produce this because if you remember from the last episode, that mm. was the condition for Halloween too, was don't sue us for making the fog without you. Yeah. And no more Michael Myers. Yeah. And their whole idea is like, witchcraft in the 20 21st well 20th at the time but witchcraft in the future you know like what is witchcraft now because like obviously i'm a freaking nerd so i love all of this sort of stuff and like fantasy it's all made up and not real but if you're gonna go for something at least make sure it makes sense in the world that you created in because to me none of this made sense and it was all like all over the place for for me it made sense in the way that like uh, one of my favorite writers, Graham Morrison, he talks about Superman and like why he he's like Man of Steel is like he's always like Man of Steel is like a fine movie, I guess. Mm. But as a Superman movie, it doesn't work because they're trying to make him realistic. Mm. Nothing about Superman is realistic. So the most realistic thing you can do with Superman is anything you fucking want. Mm. That's how I feel about this. Where It's like, yeah, magic isn't real. It's fine. Uh, yeah. Like, <laughs> like I, I agree on that sense. I mean, more of like the world that you create as long as it doesn't contradict itself in its own world that you're building. I don't think this movie does. I felt that way with like how like, oh, it's magic now. Oh, it's a robot. Like it felt like a bunch of gotcha moments rather than stuff that was actually actively making sense. Oh, yeah. This movie makes no sense. Yeah. That's fair. Yeah. It's <laughs> part of why I like it. Yeah. Uh, this movie just goes, you know, it would fucking rule. 
This movie is like that comic book axe cop where it's like the guy's little brother just being like, and then the cop has an axe and then there's a werewolf. And then there's like, it's yeah. definitely written by like a 10 year old being like, and then the witches, they have robots because, you know, witches and robots are friends. And then he 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 drinks because adults, they drink alcohol. Mm. And then he has a lot of girlfriends because that's what cool people have. And then <laughs> he has a big mustache, <laughs> yeah. too, because mustaches are cool. Well, Tom Atkins is cool as fuck and his mustache rules. Let's not get into that territory. <laughs> well, no, like mustaches are cool. Yeah. That's a, everything you listed is cool. So <laughs> Right. But it is it is like overkill. Like, yeah. 100 percent like yeah. i fully know this movie isn't good yeah but i like i love it it's my as i told you before we started recording it's probably my second or third favorite halloween movie the two things that would have made this movie not have personal beef with me not be debated like if i went in with no expectations without seeing the poster and like just not knowing like any i iconography or anything because like like i yeah. said i was expecting trick-or-treat um and if there wasn't a creepy like 20 plus year age gap relationship i that, that's one of those things that i i don't like it like yeah, I'm, not, yeah. I'm not going to like try to defend it yeah. i can't but that's one of those things where it's like any movie that's made before like 2002 you kind of just have to accept that <laughs> like, yeah yeah I'm, I'm aware of it but <laughs> it, it always ruins it like at least have it make some sort of like resemblance of a relationship because she's literally just goes from like yeah my dad just died well you have a mustache so i love you like right oh my favorite bit about all of that is in the hotel when he comes back and she's got on like a mm -hmm. negligee i'm like she packed that mm -hmm. to go solve her father's murder with a man who was born before world war ii I mean, that was, um, you know, more common than Zach. <laughs> it was the 80s. Well, yeah, that's he was in I, his 50s. I think Tom Atkins right. is actually about 40 in this. He just looks older. He's kind of got old man face. but No, yeah, 50s. Because I, I, lo I looked it up. Okay, what are you in 50s? Okay. He was, he was born in the 30s. Oh, okay, yeah. Because I looked it up because it made me so mad. I, th I thought he was about my parents' age, but... Mm. He's about 10 years older than them, I guess. So. Yeah, because cause the age gap is over 20 years between yeah. the two of them. I mean, that is so common. Like, you know, a, a thing I invoke a lot, I'm a big James Bond fan. There comes a point where, like, <laughs> Sean Connery is, like, 62 and his love interest is, like, 28. Which, to Daniel Craig's credit, every time they try to do that, where they're like, Anna DeArmas from Knives Out is going to be your love interest. He's like, she can be in the movie. We cannot be in love. <laughs> no. Even James Bond Good is job, that Daniel creepy. Craig. <laughs> like... Good job, Daniel Craig. Because <laughs> age gaps are fine if you're in a relationship, but when it's like, yes, this this like middle-aged man totally is pulling well, all and, these yeah, chicks. And when it comes out of like nowhere like yeah. in this movie like but unnecessary. That, that, that's supposed to be cool he's supposed to be a player which would make he's more a drunk sense doctor yeah it would make way more sense if this was like a 25 year old who's like i'm the new doctor in town i'm yeah. a wunderkind like all the ladies love me like yeah. i'm younger than the nurses so they like me you know like even in the last movie jimmy could not pull lori right <laughs> Like he, even he's the loser. Imagine, I mean, he he's a creep in that movie yeah. too. But uh, imagine if if Bud, like that actor, is playing this character, yeah. works way better. Yeah, yeah like, that it makes more better. sense. Yeah. Even though I like Tom Atkins in this movie for other reasons, like when he's running around doing detective mm -hmm. shit, I think he's great at that. Yeah. Yeah, it's not great. Uh, <laughs> this is the first thing. Uh, this is the first thing I've ever seen Tom Atkins. Yeah. In, so I have no preconceived like he's cool or anything like that. <laughs> the main thing in my head was like he's a doctor. He's not a like officer. Oh, he's a horrible alcoholic. <laughs> my what? favorite thing is like when she's like, "I was looking for you," and the nurses told me you'd be here, and it's like Tuesday at ten a.m. in a bar. <laughs> like, yeah. Yeah, <laughs> he's just grabbing ass and like, oh, I should have married you, random nurse. Like, that's supposed to be his money penny, which means nothing. Yeah, I watch James Bond movies, but it, it's supposed to be playfully flirty and charming. It's not. It's not. <laughs> but it's supposed to be. 
And then the lady who's doing the test on the ashes, he's flirting with her too. It's yeah. Like, dude, chill. Oh, that's who I thought we were talking about. No, no you're talking the, about the, the random nurse. nurse. Yeah. Yeah, he straight up grabbed ass. <laughs> oh, yeah. Like, not okay. <laughs> no, he's getting fired today. <laughs> Local controversy as <laughs> Dr. Tom Atkins has been caught up in the Me Too movement. <laughs> But it's great if you watch interviews with him because he's always like, because he was also in The Fog where he has mm. sex with Jamie Lee Curtis. Mm. And that's like four years before this. So Jamie Lee Curtis is like 20. <laughs> Yikes. That's John Carpenter written and directed. Um, but uh, like he's always like, oh, yeah, I'd show up to set and uh, John would just be like, guess what I got for you today, Tom? <laughs> And I'd be like, oh, John, you rascal. <laughs> like, he fully, like, knows, like, oh, this is wildly inappropriate and wouldn't happen in real yeah. life. Yeah, I'm sure Tom Atkins is <laughs> <Yeah>. great. <laughs> I think that's, like, almost part of the joke is, like, that guy? <laughs> <laughs> then you look at John Carpenter and see his mustache and you're like, well, wait yeah, a I mean, second. his mustache could beat up Tim, Tom Atkins' mustache <laughs> in a heartbeat. But. but he's just writing cool guys with mustaches. Like. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> pretty much i guess that is healthier than the way stephen king self-insert right writes his character you mean and then i killed my family not yeah i have a mustache and i get chicks (laughs) cocaine makes a huge difference man cocaine wrote all those stephen king books so um but, but yeah, like I said, me and Matt had this discussion about Bill Murray because like everything yeah. I've seen Bill Murray in is the exact like I don't like Ghostbusters for this reason. He was just creepy to me that whole movie. Yeah, I mean, there that's the problem with part of the Bill Murray persona is like it just doesn't age well. Yeah. And like you can see him kind of like abandon that now, like mm. where he's more of an actor and a little bit less of like I'm an SNL improviser, you know, mm. But, um, I think my favorite part of this movie, though, is Dan O'Hurley as, uh, as Colonel Cochran. I think he's such a great bad guy in this movie. Dan O'Hurley. I wish he was in this movie like 10% more. I think that would also go a long way to like give him like two more cool monologues. So I'm like not just going, what's happening? Uh, at the point he showed up, I was already in spite mode. So <laughs> <laughs> I, I don't think I fully like got and appreciated him the festival of sawwain you see <laughs> that's where he has his amazing line where he's like it's a piece of stonehenge you'd never guess how we got it here moving on <laughs> <laughs> and actually to their credit earlier in the movie they keep cutting to tvs like what he's watching mm-hmm. The news is talking about, like, no one quite knows how they stole a piece of Stonehenge, but it seems some practical jokesters have uh, really pulled something off. I like that (laughs) I kept cutting the Halloween. Yeah, that was pretty great. That's nice. The intro for those who keeps going like, the immortal Halloween. Mm. That's Jamie Lee Curtis. Yeah, I did see that. She was also the phone operator. Yeah. Yeah. Makes me happy. Yeah. See, uh, because this is breaking the fourth wall this is a weeknight so i watched this movie while matt was driving here <laughs> and i'm a bad boy and looked up like wait how old is he and how old is she <laughs> and then i accidentally saw things that i shouldn't have seen and been revealed on the podcast like that how dare you i know well, that's fine that's why we have to watch them together so i don't do that <laughs> it might make it more interesting it's working this time <laughs> yeah um trying to think of other any movie i've told you this before any movie that kills a kid automatic 10 out of 10 oh yeah they did kill kids i was like when did they kill a kid oh wait that was the whole point maybe the best scene of the movie which one the one where they kill the kid oh was that (laughs) i thought there was one earlier than that no it's just the one where they like put them in the test room and they're like waiting for him to come talk to them whose head did they rip off um that's the homeless guy homeless guy that's who's like very like Mm anti-cochran but he seems to know what's going on that's why when they come he's like no 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 yeah and then it's weirdly sexual with him down by dick's warlock dick warlock's (laughs) in this yeah he's one of the terminators yeah he again did all the stunts so that's pretty cool hell yeah shout out to dick Dick warlock Warlock. (laughs) 
There's penis some... wizard. <laughs> that quest bubble is st- still here. Need to get signature from Dick Warlock. <laughs> Need to make fantasy movies starring Dick Warlock and Nick Castle. Don't forget. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. There, there's like a space right here just waiting for a Dick Warlock signature. Dick, reach out to us. We love you. Yeah. Yeah. We won't even make fun of your name if you come on the show. We haven't even been making fun of your name. We just think it's awesome. Yeah. Dick Warlock is yeah. cool. It's a cool name. Yeah. <laughs> um, but yeah, he was in it. That, that was another thing that accidentally spoiled yeah. for myself because I didn't know what he looked like. Cause yeah. Handsome. That's what he looks like. His hair is cool. <laughs> yeah. He's got a cool hairdo. Looks fantastic in this movie in that trench coat. Mm-hmm. Or that badass. like one stripe like color in his hair. So. Hell yeah. <laughs> uh, he killed it. Yeah. Literally. <laughs> <laughs> um, but I, I love that. I don't know. There's just something that about the, the way the kid dies where it turns into the bugs where you said like it doesn't make sense but like also i'm like but what would witches do to kids they'd turn them into bugs or something you know like if there was a witch in this movie i would agree <laughs> he's, no witches. he's meant to be like a a practicer of like ancient irish magics because that's where like Halloween comes from. That's his whole monologue where he's talking about the festival of Samhain. That's what that was about. Yeah, Samhain is the precursor to Halloween. Well, that was Halloween too. No, in this he's talking. He's oh yes, Samhain. In Halloween too, they call it Samhain. Uh, they mispronounce it. Wow, I really did check out at that point. <laughs> <laughs> so no, the back half of this movie fucking rips. You're gonna have to rewatch it, man. Because then like. She's almost not his love interest anymore because she's a robot. Spoilers. Uh, <laughs> we are well into the Cape Fear. Yeah. <laughs> Dang. So, like, it's just Tom Atkins running around doing cool shit and Colonel Cochran being like, <laughs> <laughs> magic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, and that, that's another callback to the previous Halloween. Yeah. Um, actually, some of the sequels even kind of try to marry some of the ideas from this movie to mm. the Halloween main franchise. Unsuccessfully. Mm. But it's kind of cool. Yeah. Like, I like so like that. And there's like ideas that kind of work for me, like the idea of masks and hiding and evil. Again, like, mm. what are you covering up with those masks? And even like the, the killers in this kind of... Uh, because they're played by Michael Myers, like mm. move like Michael Myers. And mm. so I'm like, yeah, sure. Maybe there's Irish magic in Halloween one and two. We don't know. Yeah. <laughs> See, I mean, like my two favorite things are Star Wars and Marvel. So if you can give me like little Easter eggs and like yeah. things connecting, I'm all about <laughs> it. Like, <laughs> I love that shit. Like those are making this movie better for me. Yeah. Still not good, but better. I'm like, oh, that's this is this is a movie that like, you're going to watch it again in two years and you'll like it like 10% more. And then mm. you'll watch it again in two years and eventually you'll be like, hey, I really like this movie. Like, yeah. This is fun. I'm, <laughs> I'm surprised that everything I took out of this, this movie, Michael Myers not being in it wasn't one of the things that knocked it for me. Yeah, that's how I felt the first time I watched it. I was like, for, for all of my complaints, which will never go away, like you will yeah. always see the seams in this movie. That isn't one of them. Yeah. But I can also understand, like, if we went to Halloween Kills next week and Michael Myers just wasn't in it, and all of a sudden there was a guy going, Sawway, <laughs> we'd be like, what the fuck is this movie? God damn it. I spent $20 on this movie ticket. Like, I get why people are pissed. Yeah. <laughs> At the time. Like, it's easy to say now because, like, we went in like everybody know. Oh, that's the one without Michael. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yeah, if you didn't have any future confirmation of Michael Myers coming back, right. you'd con- you'd be like, "Where's that dude with the knife? He he was there in the first two. He was great. Where is he?" <laughs> but like, like imagine if you went into a sto- if you went into Rise of Skywalker with all of its flaws. At least it's still about the same characters you've followed for two movies. Imagine if you showed up and it was just a movie about like Sebulba's widow or something 30 <laughs> years later fighting like an evil like I don't know, that other, sounds pretty great. Like fighting Babu Frick, you'd be like, 
I don't know. That I mean, I like great. all of these people, but <laughs> what? <laughs> that does sound preferable, though. Well, yeah. That sounds like it's a, a low movie. bar. But <laughs> yeah, like 20 years later, people would be like, I mean, secretly best of the franchise? Mm. Like, great party movie. <laughs> Jar Jar Binks was a Sith Lord the whole time. Who would have knew? <laughs> I, mean, I thought it was weird when he murdered that kid with a mask, but... J.J. Abrams is just a bold filmmaker. <laughs> really misunderstood with, with times. Re- really yeah, thought ahead. Yeah. <laughs> Hire us to make a Star Wars movie. Please. Please. <laughs> no one's going to hire us now. <laughs> I don't know. It sounds like a pretty good uh, was it Star Wars Visions episode. Yeah. Maybe. Maybe we can get hired for that. Call us. <laughs> Yes, we 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 love anime and can totally make it. Yeah, I definitely <laughs> it's watch our favorite anime. thing. <sighs> Got nothing against anime. I watch it every day. <laughs> it's my favorite. No, Star Wars Visions was pretty good. I liked it. I hear good things. Yeah, but there's uh, an episode about a rock band that played nice. for Jabba. That's pretty cool. It's pretty great. But we're here to talk about <laughs> Welcome to the Star Wars podcast. <laughs> Secretly. That's mm-hmm. what we're building towards. You can't see these hilts, but these are lightsabers. <laughs> it's Anakin's and Darth Vader's yeah. who are the same person. Uh, Star uh. Wars. <laughs> um, mustaches. Why aren't there any mustaches in Star Wars? Lando's got a cool one. Oh, that's right. Well, yeah. That's why. You can't top that one. Yeah. Everyone else just has beards. Yeah. Like all I did, I just have cool like beards. That's true. Yeah. Can't top Obi Wan's beard. Mm-hmm. Oh, that yeah, it's beautiful and perfect. Mm-hmm. <laughs> <laughs> What's Halloween Should like we... in space? <laughs> I assume it's like Life Day. It's pretty much the same, but they call it something else. And then Carrie Fisher sings a song on Coke. <laughs> true. The only good part of that Star Wars Christmas special is your Coke now. Right. The Lego <laughs> Star Wars Halloween special just came out and it was great. Nice. I still haven't watched it yet. It's good. All right. But Halloween. <laughs> yes. Should we get into some behind the scenes? Let's do it. So, as I said before, coming into this one, they're not even sure they want to make a Halloween 3, but Halloween 2 does so well that the producers automatically are like, you're making a 3, John. Mm-hmm. You had us write it. In, you let us write it into your contract. You're coming on board. And uh, his first choice this time is not Tommy Lee Wallace, who wound up directing this movie, who he wanted for Halloween 2. His first choice is actually Joe Dante, who uh, you'll remember from the Twilight Zone episode, who directed your favorite segment. And the director of Gremlins. What was my favorite segment? Cartoon Boy. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Shout out to Joe Dante. They want him to do it, which, like, I actually think his aesthetic would fit really well with kind of, like, the the intentionally campy B-movie vibe of this. Mm. In a way that I don't think like Tommy Lee Wallace pushes it quite hard enough into camp. Like he he touches on it, especially in the bad guy. But imagine if this movie was a little bit more over the top. Yeah. You know? I think he he would have been a really cool choice. And the other thing they do is um Wait, so Joe Dante did or didn't direct this? He didn't direct this. <sighs> yeah. It winds up being Tommy Lee Wallace, who's the editor and um the uh, prop designer who designed Michael Myers mask because now that you said it i was like yeah he, they went to like cartoony over the yeah. top like this movie would have worked still like everybody still plays it straight mm-hmm. just because like the, the only person more. who's playing at camp is cochran yeah which is why he's the like my favorite performance in the movie yeah like he understands like oh this is a bad b movie sick dang like <laughs> that that would have made this movie one of my favorites yeah if they just pushed it a little bit more because that's what i was saying like it's almost john carpenter yeah and then, like i think carpenter would get the camp too which you can yeah. see like in they live where he pushes it to like almost a comedy yeah playing. yeah that's what i was saying like with the technology the robots the yeah. anti-corporate like all that stuff was so john carpenter if it was just but it was just not john carpenter enough yeah yeah now i get what you're saying yeah um and part of that is because then in their discussions they decide to bring on a writer they both like uh, this British writer, Nigel Neal, um, who isn't as popular in America, but in England, he's pretty well known for um, his uh, series of films about uh, called like the Quatermass Experiment and stuff. 
Um, they're kind of in some ways a precursor to Doctor Who in that it's the the main character isn't supernatural, but he is like a scientist who is like ultra competent and always prepared and everything is vaguely sci-fi horror. Um, and also it he's the reason that like hammer horror films exist because the first one they do is one of his movies and they're who brings in like Christopher Lee to play Dracula. Hell yeah. Yeah. Count Dooku. Star yeah. Wars. I can't wait for us <laughs> to do some hammer movies, dude. Those movies, those movies rule. <laughs> I don't think I've seen him in a horror movie. Yeah. I mean, he played Dracula and he played Frankenstein's monster. He did. And it's him and Peter Cushing from uh Grand Moff Tarkin. Yeah. 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 I know they've done a lot of horror movies together. Yeah. I, we just haven't done any. I know. We'll get to them. We should do them. They're, they're the OG Matt and Zach. Yeah. <laughs> Hell yeah. One is big and one is little. That's how it works. <laughs> you need the contrast to make it work. Ironically, due to these chairs, you can't tell. I'm the big one. <laughs> <laughs> That's why it's all red over there. To like make up for the menacing. Yeah, like yeah. <laughs> I'm normally so intimidating as a person. <laughs> He's very intimidating. <laughs> come by a table it's just me being like hey you want a free sketch and matt just like take that sketch <laughs> and everybody says yes that <laughs> no oh, hi <laughs> it's it's me you like spooky things <laughs> it's actually matt going hey would you like a free sketch and me going like hi <laughs> yeah accurate but uh so they bring on nigel neal to write the first draft of the movie and actually he's like for joe dante and john carpenter like people of a certain age like the same way that like doctor who for people our age is like this cult thing that is like so big and like people like love it that's how he is for them so they're like oh my god we're gonna meet nigel neal oh did you hear he's like he's at the time he's developing like the new version of like the creature from the black lagoon so we can get him because universal has him on contract this would be great and he shows up and literally says, like, I don't like the Halloween movies. I think they're bad and I think they're mediocre and I think you're mediocre. And that is his attitude the whole time he works with John Carpenter. Is like, I'm Nigel fucking Neil. Who the fuck are you? And John Carpenter is like, he's a brilliant writer and I'm really glad he wrote the first draft, but don't meet your heroes. <laughs> so flip-flopped on the first one and the crew wanted to be there. And the third one, the director didn't want to be there. Well, no, it, it kind of works out because um, John Carpenter says, like, yeah, no, you are a better writer than me. You're like my favorite writer. Mm -hmm. um, and you don't have to write a slasher movie. We can write whatever we want. We just want to do technology and magic mixing together in, in like a horror movie. Mm -hmm. That's like literally the only like thing that they give him. And he goes off and writes it and he's happy with it. But as with every first draft. Um, by this point, Joe Dante leaves because he's like, yeah, that dude's an asshole. <laughs> I'm going to go make Twilight Zone. <laughs> Joe Dante knows what's up. <laughs> the correct choice. <laughs> but, uh, um, so then, you know, Carpenter says, like, Tommy Wallace will direct it. I wanted him for two. We'll do him for three. This will be great. Hmm. Um, Nigel comes back, gives him the draft of the script. And they're like, OK, cool, cool, cool. We got a couple notes. And he goes, you're going to give me notes? No, I'm not going to rewrite my script. I'm, again, I'm Nigel Neal. No. Um, to his credit, he had actual legitimate reasons. Um, his script wasn't super violent. And, like, it was much more focused on, like, the witchcraft and stuff. Mm. And, like, a slow burn. And John Crawford and Tommy Wells were like, yeah, it's still, um, like, a movie for teenagers. So... Can some robots kill somebody at one point? Like, so, like, I get why he's like, no, I'm not going to put that in my fucking script, you idiots. Like, <laughs> so then John Carpenter rewrites it. Mm -hmm. And that pisses off Nigel Neal. So he says, you know what? I really liked working with you guys. You guys are great. You're going to make a good. He even says, like, in public, like, I think Tommy Wallace is a great director. I think he's a great choice for this project. Mm -hmm. He totally has my blessing. Take my name off this fucking movie. <laughs> And then John Carpenter, his rewrite is uncredited. So then when Tommy Lee Wallace rewrites it a third time, like the third draft of it for the shooting script, he gets sole credit to which he always has to be like, I didn't I didn't actually write the movie. <laughs> like, I like cleaned up the third draft. <laughs> like, I added a robot decapitation. I don't know. <laughs> like, 
<laughs> that's. But to Nigel Neal's credit, he doesn't get any royalties for this movie either. He put his mm-hmm. money where his mouth was. You know, yeah. it's that Alan Moore Watchmen thing. Yeah. Like, fuck you, I don't want any money from your shitty Watchmen movie. Like, <laughs> Damn. That's kind of baller, though, to yeah. be like, all right, here's my script. Oh, you're touching that? Good luck, homies. <laughs> right. Like, you, the fact that he actually did it and didn't go like, wait, you mean I won't get paid? Yeah. Well, then, yeah, you can rewrite it. You can rewrite it. Like, he stuck to his guns and was like, I don't want that to be, that's not my movie. Yeah. I kind of respect it, even though he's a dick. Yeah. Like, John Carver said, like, don't meet your heroes. <laughs> like, I mean, like, I can't think of an example, but I feel like I've done something like that before where I helped out creatively on something. And then so I was like, don't put my name on that. Like, that's <laughs> you guess. altered that thing. Like, <laughs> that's all you, homie. Peace yeah. out. Like, don't even know. <laughs> so I can relate. <laughs> And yeah, you yeah, can, I can guess. <laughs> I can think of an anthology we edited together that uh, our names aren't on. Oh, I was thinking of something else. I guess it's happened oh. way more than once. Uh, yeah. Oh my god, I oh. forgot about that one. <laughs> so it's happened many times. Yeah. Um, but Halloween three. Yeah. But other than that, everything actually goes off without a hitch. Timothy Wallace, like the studio, is fully on board. Um, and the movie comes out and it's actually a big hit. Uh, budget of five million dollars makes fourteen. So while it is the lowest grossing Halloween movie, I mean that's still three times its budget. Yeah. So of course they're like Halloween four, hell yeah, put Michael in it though. <laughs> um, but this movie did lead to one of my favorite reviews. This is from Vincent Canby at the New York Times. He said Halloween three manages the not easy feat of being. Anti-children, anti-capitalism, anti-television, and anti-Irish all at the same time. I mean, I'm on board for the anti-capitalism, anti-child. <laughs> Pretty badass <laughs> themes for a movie. Yeah. And also, this was his positive review of the movie. He was like, by the way, really good movie. Fun. A lot of fun. And everybody else was like, this movie sucks. Where's Michael? He was the only one that was like, I don't know, robots. <laughs> anti-child anti-capitalist i'm on board yeah it's the 80s people still probably hated the irish right (laughs) that too (laughs) we're not fans of that not at all (laughs) we're not fans of (laughs) anti-irish we're not a fan of that we were fans of the irish and that was the joke no we are fans of that we are well yeah I mean, we're fans the, of ourselves that's, that's that's the joke Zach. you see let me take it back it's sort of like saying math mm-hmm. but about being irish mm. this will just take a minute give mm-hmm. us well fuck you too then bad conversation no <laughs> we're talking about skittles so. yeah what you, you disagreed that, that berries and cream wasn't the best flavor well, you're just a little lad that likes berries and cream. I am, Zach. God. Adding <laughs> <laughs> video is a great idea. Yeah. Ooh, yeah. And these. Yeah. <laughs> we had much nicer mics that we used to use, but they're just on an arm. But I got these so we could feel I like I can't do bits with then. those. Yeah. <laughs> All right, Zach, any closing thoughts on uh, Halloween 3? Oh, we're here already. Yeah. Um, Halloween 3, this time it's personal. I still don't like this movie. It does have a great tagline, per- though. For personal reasons, not about the actual criticism. I got beef with this movie. <laughs> Fair. But it's still not Blair Witch, so. Yeah. <laughs> What's with these witch movies? We gotta find you a good witch movie. Blair Witch, Conjuring, Season of the Witch, The Witch, all of these movies. Okay, The Witch was a good movie, though. You just don't understand. I don't understand Shakespeare. That's a failing of the public school system, not the film. <laughs> it's never come up until this movie. I don't really think Did I need that. Did you not have to read Shakespeare no. in high school? 
We Where the fuck this. did you go to high school? <laughs> I went to several. Maybe that's the problem. <laughs> you kept missing Shakespeare week. Yeah, probably. <laughs> Every we single just, time we had, to, we had to read like one Shakespeare play a year when I was in high school. But... Yeah, never. Yeah. Like I said, I read like that one about the hitchhiking guy. The They made a movie. Lost in the Wild. Lost in the Wild? Into the Wild. Into the Wild? Oh, yeah. 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 I like that movie. Yeah. Misunderstands the book because the book is like, fucking idiot. <laughs> and the movie is he like, died. he was a lost soul who just needed a dream. And the book is like, nah, he ate some berries. He's a dumbass. He should take a phone. <laughs> <laughs> I think it was before phones. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I know so no, I did not. Have to learn Shakespeare, and it has not been an issue until I had to watch The Witch. (laughs) Shakespeare's good, man. Telling you, you'll like The Witch once you like read a little Shakespeare. Yeah, yeah. So, closing thoughts (laughs) on this movie. Uh, I like this movie. I think it's a good time. I think like the more we do the podcast, the more people are probably starting to understand. Like, uh, Matt just wants to have fun when he watches a horror movie, and yeah, me too. (laughs) This movie's fun, man. That, that's why a child's head explodes into bugs. <laughs> then a snake kills his mom after crawling out of his head. <laughs> this movie fucking rips. <laughs> I, I can't argue with that. <laughs> that's my closing thought. I, I don't want to break the microphone. <laughs> that, that's why you gotta. I'm not that coordinated. Let's be honest. <laughs> you know what I realized too? Huh. Um, how we we have the contrast going. We're also millennial and Gen Z. Yeah. So that brings an interesting mix to the opinions and how yeah. that affects them. I like that. Oh, yeah. Yeah. See, you get along. Mm-hmm. Peace for all humanity is horror movies. <laughs> We're actually solving world peace here. It's true. That's, that's what we're doing. I'm still not going to part my hair in the middle, though. So, that's, a, that's a thing on TikTok that all the Gen Z people complain about millennials. They don't part their hair in the middle. But that was like the 90s thing. That's what millennials right? that's did. That's why I'm like, oh, that's why I'm not going to. Baggy jeans and parting your hair in the middle. That was our thing. Yeah. <laughs> that. But you're an elder Gen Z person. This is yeah. like Gen Z people who are like, I'm 17. I got 9 billion followers on TikTok. Fuck you. <laughs> C- come on, Gen Z. Let, you, let your elders shepherd you <laughs> into the before times. I had an older sister, so I know. Yeah. <laughs> I have the I have the lore. I have the knowledge of the millennials. You can understand you just, them too. Just ask your wife. <laughs> yeah, my wife's a millennial too. Like just barely. <laughs> no, she's. What? Because you're ninety-seven. I'm ninety-six. 96. She's oh, ninety-two. Okay. Oh yeah, so then she's yeah. Okay, she's firmly millennial. You guys are old. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Zach, I'm over thirty. <laughs> I'm old and I'm tired. <laughs> That's fine as long as you're not out here patrolling for twenty-year-olds like. Uh, not Tom Selleck is. It still wouldn't be as creepy as when he does it, though. <laughs> oh, not, not 20, I meant 20 year age gap. No, I know, yeah. A 12 year old. <laughs> Definitely don't do that. Yeah, no, thank you. Definitely don't do that. <laughs> but, anyways, closing thoughts on this movie. This movie rips. Uh, it's a good time. It is a movie that grows on you because it is so weird. Mm-hmm. That's part of why. It, you know, I always say I like big swings. This movie is a big swing on a lot of levels, and I appreciate that about it. Yeah. So, and I think I, it's fun. For actual closing thoughts, other than Halloween 3, this time it's personal. Um, now that you said Joe Dante, he was in the talks at one point, I feel like that. I mean, that, yeah. That would have made this movie so good I'm, for I'm, me. Again, not to like shit on the director or anything. They yeah. made a movie and I didn't. Yeah. Joe Dante is a much better director than Tommy Lee Wallace. Yeah. Well, so like, that not, also helps. Not even coming at it from that point, more just like tonally, it would have worked yeah. more. Um, so that, and I'm not upset that this movie exists or that it's in the hollow. Like, there are some Star Wars movies where I'm like, Man, I could do without that movie in this franchise, but this I'm like, yeah, I'm fine with it being in the Halloween yeah. franchise. Like it was, it was fine. Yeah, they tried something different. Yeah. I think that's cool. 
also i totally forgot to mention but um there's an artist i don't know if you've heard of him uh, rob shrub he works a lot with uh rob dan shrub. rob shrub <laughs> Uh, he, his his big comic book was Scud the Disposable Assassin. Wait, Scud the Disposable Assassin by Rob Shrub. Yes, he's a big collaborator of like Dan Harmon. Like he's written episodes uh, of Community, um, like the animated episodes of Community. Mm. He designed what those looked like, mm. um, and like helped with the animation and stuff. Mm. Um, but he does uh, horror T-shirts for movies that don't exist, but he wishes that they did. Mm. So he has a shirt for um, Halloween three two. <laughs> Cochrane's revenge <laughs> and it just makes me so happy that there's some it would have to be called halloween 3 2 the same way that like the only other thing i can think of is the final fantasy games where it's like final fantasy 7 3 <laughs> yeah that's like 12.5 yeah. 12.5 12.5 remix redux and right <laughs> yeah just... we're like i'm glad something that confusing is is a title yeah <laughs> Shout out to Rob Shrub. I love that shirt. Shrub. You got a name up there with uh, Dick Warlock. Yeah. Hell yeah. We love good names here. All right. So, Zach, where can everybody find you? Zach Shirk on Instagram. Zach underscore Shirk on Twitter. What about you, man? Uh, you can find me on just about everything from Instagram to OnlyFans as I draw paintings. That you can. Yep. <laughs> you tried to blow through it, and I'm never going to allow you to just blow through Yeah, I know. <laughs> Um, I want those subscribers. <laughs> should check it out. George Lucas has subscribed. <laughs> That's a joke for two people. And on that note, eight more days till Halloween. 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 Eight more days till Halloween. Silver Shamrock. Shake. Shake. Silver shamrock. shamrock. <laughs> I like that you confuse it with a shamrock shake. No, I don't want a shamrock shake. They're good. As the Vox fades, we thank you for listening to this bizarre journey into cinema. If your morbid curiosities hunger for more. You may summon our horror bros at MacMakeZack.com, on Twitter and Instagram at MacMakeZack, or if you dare, say George Lucas three times into a mirror for a visit from our phantom menaces. You may now return to your mortal plane of existence. Until next week, as Matt makes Zack sit through another chilling apparition. Mwahahahahaha! <laughs>